and gentlemen it is monday night eight o'clock here in ballarat barclay street broadcast central and it is time for fat and ginger my name is tim young and i'm joined as always by my distant professional acquaintance luke massey how are I'm you more than that you tim. are more than that yeah. you know that uh you well i'm very well in fact this is about as well as i've been mate for a long time i'm not hung over i'm not sick people can understand what i'm saying because my voice isn't gravelly i listened back to that episode from last week mate i can't even work out who it is it sounds like gus mercurio <laughs> uh here's the professionalism listen we've got a jam-packed show tonight i reveal how little i know about cryptocurrency like i'm talking nothing zero and then people try to explain it i still know nothing yeah okay uh you're going to discuss a girl you met at the footy apparently yeah yeah i'm just going to talk about that it yeah. sounds really weird when you say it like that but yeah no, but it's just a, a little story yeah. it's, a, it's a hook you see it's what we call it oh, yeah. so people, so, go, oh, people can't wait to see this person <laughs> i met at the footy it's, it's like clickbait but for the radio <laughs> uh mailbag will once again uh, disappoint and keep us grounded yeah there's uh, a couple of rippers there today too right. tim in that's crap i take aim at facebook while luke sinks the boots in the supermarket checkouts am i yeah apparently isn't that right I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> I thought it, I changed it. How about that's crap? We talk about Luke's that's crap segment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing, though, I've had yeah. a lot of people say to me, Tim, that the lady, Deidre, who does our, our voiceovers, where did you meet her? How do you yeah. know her? We had her come in. We did. We got that later on. Oh, right. is that coming later? No, no, no. Just wait. So we got former Shield Cricketer coming in as well. Lucky Stevens. Oh, okay. coming about, in. No, no. I wish. Look, so that's a good effort. Yeah, no. He's going to discuss why we go for the teams we go for, which okay. is a good thing to talk about. Yep. And our special guest tonight is uh, comedian and podcaster Jake Budge. Budge. Yep. So One of the greats. And the author of Snail Man. Yeah, I've seen that too. He used to do a skit called Snail Man, didn't he, as a comic, and uh, I was very excited to see it come to life. That's right. But you are right. We have had a lot of talk about Deirdre and where she's from, what's her story. So we did. We got her in this afternoon and we pre-recorded it. was nice of her to come in, actually. It was. Well, it was very difficult because she's from the States. Yeah. So she had to quarantine for 14 days. To get in, just, yeah. to, just to have a quick chat with yep. us in the studio. And now she's going to have to quarantine when she gets back in the States for 14 days. That's commitment, isn't it? So it's a month's quarantine just for this interview. Yeah, to be fair, we forgot to pay it, didn't we? Yeah, that comes up in this, actually. Does it? Yeah. Because I haven't heard this yet. Yeah, so. look, play it. And uh, this is our interview this afternoon with Deirdre, our voiceover professional. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a real treat tonight. Uh, we're fortunate enough to have Deirdre who does all our voiceovers here in the studio for a chat. G'day, Deirdre. Thanks for coming in. You're welcome. Now, Deirdre, you've done voiceover work all over the world for some massive names. Movies, multiple high-profile ads, and let's face it, you're all over radio. Having said all that, would you consider the jingles on Fat and Ginger to be a career highlight? I don't think so. Or would you say that the jingles on Fat and Ginger are a sad indictment of the state of your career? Maybe. Did we actually pay Deirdre for the last lot of voice work for us? No, I don't think so. Did you dream of doing voiceover work on an unheard of radio show on Ballarat Community Radio when you were a kid? No. Yeah, fair enough too. You, uh, you like short answers, don't you? Yes. Well, we love having you do the voiceovers for our show. You had a real touch of class to what is otherwise a pretty disappointing two hours. Thank you so much. Do you really have a thing for fat gingers? Maybe. What about us? No. Yeah, we get that a lot. 
Yeah, you go. There what, you what go. a nice lady. Yep. You thought maybe you were half a chance there, did you, mate? Or no, not at all. Just testing the waters. Just curious. So she's back at the uh, McEwen at the airport. Oh, yeah. Ready to fly out. Yep. Yep, so she it. did a bit of work while she was here. I imagine she didn't just come in for the. No, just for that. Just for that. Just, just for the interview. Just for that one minute interview. Yeah, because she sends her voiceovers over to us, doesn't she? Yeah, so, no, but she said, no, I'll come over for that. So she's going to spend a grand total of 28 days in quarantine yeah. for a one minute interview. Well, that's less words than what she said. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, she's not very talkative, is she? She's not. No, because she gets no. paid by the words. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a song. Oh. What was that? You love it, don't you? You know what? I put that on the playlist tonight just to watch your face. And what did you say halfway through the song? <laughs> How did you describe it? I can't remember. Can you say that on air? <laughs> no, or probably. No? Not before nine. Not before nine, so, okay. I just went for who is that Jeff Buckley? That's Jeff Buckley, yeah. Jeez, he's self-indulgent tripe, isn't he? Oh, I think he's great, mate. He's an amazing voice, great guitarist. I, I don't know. It, it speaks to me. Who's the, who's the song for? Him or everyone else? Well, it's, it's for everybody. Is it? Enjoy, yeah. Enjoy? He only made one album. Did he? Yeah, I've what told you this, and then he drowned. Oh, that's right. He, he didn't drowned. drown himself because he knew what you were going to say 20 years later, whatever it is. Different strokes of different folks. That's right, yeah. And he's still yeah. shit. All right. <laughs> so, so we're going to talk about my topic for the day. And uh, I don't know quite what made this come up. I think someone at work was talking about cryptocurrencies. Yep. And in particular, Bitcoin. And then there's all these other ones like Ethereum and all this other stuff as well. I just don't get it. Me neither. It is the closest of closed books to me. People try to explain it to me and they might as well be throwing blocks of coloured smoke at me. It just doesn't work. I just do not get it because they go on about, oh, it takes a lot of energy to mine it. And you go, what do you mean mine it? Apparently you have to run the computers to do the calculations to make it. Okay, but it's not- See that? You've already lost yeah, it. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. Yeah. And like people listen to this, go, no, Tim, that's not how it works. I don't know because every time someone tries to explain it to me, I don't get it. Well, one of my good mates is right into it. He does mm. that. Like he spends a lot of time watching. He's told me to invest in stuff. And I asked him one day, I said, look, I've never bought anything with it. I've never met anyone who's bought anything with it. To me, it's like a Ponzi scheme. If enough people invest in it, it drives it up, and then one day it'll all just collapse. That's right. Well, look at um, what's his name from the electric car company, uh, uh, Noel, no, Elon Musk. Elon Musk, yeah. And he was right into Bitcoin, and then he said something, like literally one sentence saying- Yeah, it was on Saturday Night Live. That's right. He was hosting it, and he said something about it's a scam, and it just dropped. And it plummeted overnight. Yeah. Like based upon one guy's thing. So so what is it? Like You can't see it. I don't know anyone that's ever used it. Can't touch it. I've never tried to buy anything with it. No. They all say, oh, well, you can't trust the banks, so they're going to go in this direction. Well, the banks are still going, aren't they? Well, that's right, yeah. And, and, And the thing is, too, apparently, so I could have all my Bitcoins on my phone, and that's where it's stored. So if mm. I lose my phone, I lose umpteen thousand dollars in Bitcoin. Oh, really? Or hard drives. There's a famous story about a guy that bought Bitcoin when it was like $3 each and it was on his hard drive of his computer and he threw the hard drive out and of course in Bitcoin. What, so there's no record of it? No, no. It's all- That's it? Yeah. And again, I'm going to go- I'll stick to the banks, mate. mate. I just don't get it. So it's got me to thinking, right? We want to get a bit of money for the podcast and the radio show. Oh, we'd so, like to get something. So yeah. why don't we start Fat and Ginger Coin? Fat and Ginger Coin. Why not? Brilliant. Why Because it seems to me that anyone can start any currency they want. Yeah. And just go for it. I'm up for that. Fat and Ginger Coin. What would you buy with that, you reckon? Food. Just the essentials like food, bad, uh, alcohol, bad, bad hair, drugs, women, food, yeah, yeah, um, slippers, the sort of things that we can't actually get acid for wash, free. Acid wash jeans. <laughs> did you own those when you were a kid? Nah, oh, did I? Can't I think I, sure. you know what I did have. I had a matching denim, double jacket. denim, double denim. Yeah, because there was a difference: stone wash and acid wash. 
and one was cooler than the other. I think Stonewash is cooler than Acid Wash. Yeah, okay. But happy to throw that out there to listeners or listeners. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they'll be clamouring for the phone. That's right, Wayne from Mount Mercy, he'll be on that. We haven't heard from Wayne for a few weeks, no, have we? that's true. Yeah. I think he's been finally hauled off to prison. I hope he's all right. Yeah. Well, he would have been cock-a-hoop about the Cats having a win on the weekend. Yeah, usually right, he calls in, doesn't it? He, he does. About it. But remember the last time we heard from him, he said he was sitting out somewhere by the fire in the bush. Yeah. He's probably sitting there, he's trapped. Right, no one knows he's out there. Mm. All he's got is the radio just out of reach, tuned to Voice FM. <laughs> just We're sitting reach. here talking about it tonight. He's like, please help. I hope not. All right, yeah. I like Wayne. He was constructive, wasn't he? Like he hated us in a nice way. He did. As opposed to people like Justin Murphy. Oh, oh we've got the Justin Murphy Award we tonight have, yeah, too. We didn't mention that, did we? We didn't mention that no. off the top. No, but, yeah. uh, but I've, I've got, got a recipient too. We've got a jingle and everything, haven't we? We've got a jingle, mate. Well, yeah, we are getting top class here <laughs> at the moment. So look, the, the bottom line is, I don't get it, therefore I don't like it. Yeah, I'm the same as you. I keep waiting for the bubble to burst yeah. and for it to come out that was a scam from the start. In a way, all money-making things are only going to make money for those people that are already rich. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it, you won't see poor people suddenly becoming millionaires out of things like Bitcoin. I don't know. I found a hard drive at the tip the other day. I'm, I'm <laughs> laughing. download it. I think you might be sadly disappointed. <laughs> yeah, wrong person's hard drive. Yeah, that's right. So, I don't know. I just think it's all a bit of a rort. Yeah. And I'm not in on it, and yeah. that's why it's and, and that's why it pisses you off. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, I'm the same. Yeah. And, and I've had people try and explain it to me, Tim. I don't yep. get it. I don't want to get it, no. to be honest. Uh, I'm not interested in that sort of thing. Yep. Uh, bricks and mortar. Absolutely. Bricks yep. and mortar too right now. I challenge someone who listens to this podcast or this show to explain it to me. Now, here's what it's going to take, right? right. It's going to take someone with an A4 sheet of paper with four dot points on it. I imagine that they'd need a whiteboard and a marker. Yeah. As opposed to an A4 bit of paper. I think an, there's going to be a lot more dot points on that. And an explanation yeah. told to me. And then- Or, adversely, come back with how are we going to start up Fat and Ginger Coin? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, actually. F and G. So go to the Facebook page, like the page, obviously. Give us a tip. We want to start Fat and Ginger Coin. Yeah, how do we do it? How do we do it? By the way, they're going to have a starting price of, I don't know, 10 grand each. What, for one coin? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know, mate. I'll probably lose it. Yeah, and just send your checks to Fat and Ginger, (laughs) PO Box, whatever it is here in Ballarat. Yeah, you'll have to send it in because we're not very good on computers. So we'll have to get a paper copy. Does anyone even have checks anymore? Well, maybe they can send cash. My dad has checks and his- Send us cash. We will send you back Fat and Ginger coins. Absolutely, a 100% guarantee. Yeah, they might look like a $2 coin with a bit of black texture on it, (laughs) but they are fat and ginger coins, the original ones, and they are going to go through the roof. They are. They're going to be the next big thing. Wow, people know how good gingers are, how much they get behind it. That's right. I think with this financial revelation, we should probably have a song. Do you reckon? I think so. Well, I know you didn't like that last one. I played it because I knew you wouldn't like it. I know. And And, and you know what else is coming up later? What's that? His dad again. Oh, Jeff Buckley's dad, Tim, yeah. just for you, mate, because yeah, I wanted to see the look on your face when you go, not this tripe again. Never show your weakness. But I've got a little surprise for you right now. This is one you will like. Ready? All right. Now, that is more like it. Up, you like that, do you? Up, you don't like Jeff Buckley, but a bit of Will Smith and you're up and about. You were bopping away there. You, takes me back. Your, your shoulder. I've never seen you move your shoulders like that, mate. No, Just, that's right. Yeah. It, it was, it was quite fingers. interesting to watch, yeah. yeah. You would have been good in the film clip, I reckon, in the background somewhere. <laughs> Like way in the distance. <laughs> just a head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, they need lighting, don't they, for those yeah, sorts of things. So that would have been right. handy. Yeah, yeah. No, I can't stand anywhere near a light because it just blocks out. Cancer. <laughs> That's right. Oh, uh, uh, good on you, mate. No, that was for you. I knew you'd like that. I appreciate the call. Yeah, I, I want to bring you up and down over the show. So yes, I'm going to play yeah, one for me show, that yeah. I know you're going to hate. 
I'm going to see you slump in the corner, yep. start cursing, throwing yep. your headphones around. Then I'm going to bring you back up. It's not like when you're drowning someone, you let them breathe for a little bit, waterboarding them or something, then you put them back down. That's going to be you tonight over the course of the show. A musical waterboarding. This is going to be great. All right. Now, look, uh, I spoke about my complete non-understanding of cryptocurrency. Crypto, yeah, what have you yeah. got? So my topic for this week. All right. So I'm going to tell you a little story, listeners, if you can uh, bear with me. Get yourselves so comfy. I've recently uh, separated from my second wife. I'm going beautifully and uh, I've obviously not been on the lookout for number three, Tim. Let's get that straight. Right. Not interested. Not on my radar. But I went to the footy the other day. Watched the Mighty Catters have another win. It was a great game too. You would have loved it. You're playing against Gold Coast. Yeah, we're pretty shit. Yeah, Mate, we're, you and, and all in 16 up. mates could have a dip against a Gold Coast. <laughs> <laughs> but I met a lovely girl there. She came and sat at our table, not to sit with me, obviously. I'm probably old enough to be a dad. You are, but, actually. Uh, yeah. yeah, we had a, just a great little chat. And uh, this is the thing, like, it just sort of sparks you up again. But, like, she was 24, right? I'm 41, not 42, like you like to tell people. So, <laughs> obviously, I didn't think I was in with a chance or anything. So, I was very relaxed, very calm. Yep. And, uh, you know, as we got chatting, you know, fair out she's a lawyer or she will be very shortly absolutely drop dead gorgeous now mm. i don't know if you know this but she's exactly my type mm-hmm. yeah so supermodel yep. lawyers 24 <laughs> that's exactly the the sort of girl that i look for in a, in a, in a woman uh but yeah i'm not interested in women at the moment it's a, a, it, you know, still pretty raw everything that we've been through uh but it just sort of gave me that little spark that it might be around the corner tim I think it's just the fact that a 24-year-old spoke to you. Yeah, I think it was just that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, she walked in, mate, and everyone just stopped. Yeah. Anyway, without going into it too much, it sort of got me thinking, right, because I thought, well, I wonder what she looks for in a bloke. And I'm pretty sure a 41, twice-divorced, fat ginger guy would be exactly her type. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well. So uh, the other day, we said goodbye. So we might see you the next game because it was in the social club. But then I got and I thought, I looked at myself in the mirror and said, what are you thinking, son? Yeah, well, she was just being uh, nice, right? She's just being nice and friendly. To her, it was just she wouldn't even remember it. But for me, it was like shit. I've got to hit the treadmill now. Look, oh, I think over my forty-three years, one thing I have learned is there's nothing as strange as human taste. Yeah, and she might have some daddy issues or something. You never know. Just or just maybe yeah. it's a charity thing. Yeah. Maybe being a lawyer. People like some weird stuff. She feels she has to give back, so she thought, where, yeah. where are we going to sit? I might be a pro bono case. That's maybe, right. Yeah, know? that's right. I'll go and sit with a guy that's sweating while he eats. Yeah, but look, you know, we didn't exchange anything, and I'll probably never see her again. And if I do, she probably won't even remember me. When she sat down, were you like halfway through a bucket of chips and oh, sauce all over your face? No, I was very lucky that it wasn't. Yeah. Should have been five minutes either side of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she would have seen me uh, probably with something dripping down my chin. Were you, uh, so you're up in the, uh, up in the social club? Up in there. the social club, behind the glass. And, and uh, you know, her mum was a big footy head, and that's why we sort of started chatting. I knew as nearly as much about the cats as me, mate. That's, wow. Uh, and that's that saying something. Uh, but just, just a lovely person. And you know what? I'll probably never see her again, but she just gave me a little spark that life might be good one day. I like that. Now, uh, I've got to say that from my experience, not a lot of good things happen in that social club at Kitty. No. Me? Well, you've been in there with me before. I have. I think I have a photo at home of you somewhere wearing a cat scarf I have that, that I made you wear that night. I don't recall. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've got it on my wall if you want to see it. And uh, yeah, the, this is the thing I was thinking about the next morning because I thought, no, nah, I have to lose a little bit of weight anyway. It's fair to say I'm a tad overweight. Mm. Uh, this was probably the little kickstart that I needed, Tim. You can't stuff the name of the show up though. No, no, I'm not. You, you've still got everything covered. <laughs> you know, I could not be here and you've got it all covered. Yeah. But what I was thinking is like, oh, shit. Now that I've met her, I've got to hit the treadmill. This is not good. Like, I like being fat. Yeah, I like looking comfy. the way I do. It suits my lifestyle. Yep. But now, just because she had to come and sit at my table, mm. now I've got to go get fit, and it's really annoying me. How long Why can't you? I just stay the way I look? Well, you can. Well, I can't, can I? 
Well, why not? Because I looked at myself in the mirror and thought, well, nobody's going to want that. Well, she came and sat down with you while you look like this, though. Yeah, but she didn't sit down with me, did she? She sat down and watched a footy because it was two spare seats. Was and it? she had some bloke slovering all over her. Yeah, well. No, no, well, I don't, look, I, I think you're perfect just the way you are. <laughs> <laughs> and if you were my type, mate, that yeah, would be fine. But that's right. I like 24-year-old uh, <laughs> supermodel lawyers yeah, well. more than you. I, only just. You're, you're my second bet, I think. So, but look, I just thought it was a little funny story to tell. I'm it not is. expecting anything from it, but, uh, you know, if she is listening, maybe she listens to Voice FM for some reason or, yeah. you know, just let her know that I'm single now and, and available. So I can just see her now, the radio fumbling with her oh, phone. She would be She'll so be nervous, wouldn't there. she? Yeah. She'll be ringing 5331, whatever it is, yeah. and then the thing will start flashing and... Oh, I can see it all now. Yeah, it's, it's like a, one of those movies with Hugh Grant. No? Oh, it's a, it's a romantic comedy waiting to happen. That's it. You know, uh, and, and I'll tell you what, if I was able to pull it off, I would be a poster boy yeah. for every fat and ginger guy everywhere. That's right. So, yeah. But look, it has happened in the past. Remember Anna Nicole Smith? Yeah, so yeah that's he, true. But the difference between yes. me and the old fellow was he had a couple of fat and ginger coins in his bank account. Yeah, he was, that's right. Well, he's, yeah. I think, a billionaire with a B, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he was. Yeah. I, I don't think she got any money in there, did she? I think I, they, the family sort of went to the courts afterwards. I believe so. I think there was some fairly vigorous legal discussion about that. Imagine your son, you've been waiting all these years to get the billions and all of a sudden, you know, someone yeah. comes in and says, well, I'll spend the last 10 minutes with you. Or like uh, Rose Porteous and Lang Hancock. Yeah, well, that was a bit before my time. I know the story. Yeah. but uh, Very similar, just the other way around. The other way around. And yeah. Gene, that was Gina Reinhardt's dad. Yeah, okay. Yep, yep. yep. So a very you know, protracted legal fight about money and all that sort of well, I do have a, a, a massive bank account, just in case she's listening. Well, you've got a big property portfolio too, remember? you got the, the oh, yeah. place that's lost money in, where is it, Zilmere? Oh, yeah, in Zilmere. Yeah, that's yeah. going through the roof at the moment, that no, one. It's not a bad spot, uh, I've only lost about 65 grand on it now as opposed to the 80. But, you know, that's where she's going to come in. She's a lawyer, or she will be next yeah. year, finance lawyer. So yeah. I think that in our relationship, she'll take the bulk of the earning. And I'll probably sit back with a box of barbecue shapes on the couch and um, kick back. That's the plan. Original recipe, though, not the new one. No, the original. Yeah, yeah for sure. Let's have a song. But that's love, mate. That's what love is, Can you know, just caring life. for your partner. <laughs> We're going to have a song? Yeah. All right. California. Feel like abusing someone? Now's your chance. Fat and Ginger's Mailbag. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Mailbag, uh, that time of the week where you get in touch with us and let us know how you're feeling about things. People are starting to really open up to, aren't they? They are, yeah. For a little bit there, it was like slow. And, all and then you did that nudie run, and now we're just getting bags of hate mail, like Australia Post to be dropping it off. That's right, by the sackful. By the sackful. I got a lot of yeah. I got a lot of stick for keeping my jocks on in that too. Did you? Yeah, a lot of a lot of stick. And I, I told sort of, you, mate, so many people wanted to see Little Tim. Yeah, well, it would have been very Little Tim because it was freezing. That it night. was freezing. That just uh, in fact, you could have taken them off, and we still wouldn't have seen nah, Little Tim. I reckon right. it would have been well, an innie, not an outie. It certainly would have been a thatch of ginger on display. <laughs> a thatch. That's <laughs> a great word for it. Right, Show us your thatch. <laughs> right, I like right, so here we go, mailbag. Now, this first one was from someone in Sydney. Oh, really? So I assume they were not listening to Voice FM. I assume they're listening through the podcast. podcast. Yeah, this is we? from Anne in Sydney. She said, I saw some ginger nuts. <laughs> we're just talking about that. I saw some ginger nuts at the supermarket the other day. Are you missing anything? Is that the best she's got? Is well, she some sort of comedian? Hey, listen here. She's taken the time 
to ring in and abuse us. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Uh, that, you know, good on her. Yeah. I'm happy over that. And then, look, I've seen ginger nuts at the supermarket before when I've been there with you. They're a great bit. <laughs> <laughs> They're a great biscuit. The Great, ginger nut, have yeah. you had one? No. You got it. The thing is, though, they're like little bricks, little hard circular bricks. You got to dip them in something, yeah, to soften them up. Have you ever done that with your ginger nuts? Have you softened them up after <sighs> yeah, they've been hard? I've bowled your half tracker there, haven't yeah, I? Yeah, I, I just had to it. lob it down. Yeah. All right, number two. Uh, now this one, I don't know if this is real. I assume it's not because mm. I imagine in North Korea, there's a lot of things that aren't allowed in that country. I don't imagine fat and ginger is one of the things that they allow to the people. You reckon that's him? Well, it says Kim Jong. Yeah. Is that how he'd sign things? I don't know. Kim? KJ? KJ, yeah. KJU, whatever it is. Maybe Dennis Rodman's had a bit of an effect on him and he, <laughs> he started to chill a bit. Uh, but I'm surprised he's, he's been able to find enough time from all his hole-in-ones, mate, to actually come That's and uh, right. chat to us. He's got the record so for seven hole-in-ones in one round or That's something. That's right. He also made 918 by himself for North Korea playing against Australian cricket once. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah a fair knock When's Lockie ever done that, eh? No, he's Nothing. not. Nothing. We'll yeah. later on about Maybe that. we'll get Kim Jong on as our guest. Right, I um, so what he said, can you please stop your naked videos they are an embarrassment. But and he spelled embarrassment wrong. <laughs> he spelled E-M-B-A-R-R-S-M-E-N-T. Look, he hasn't, he hasn't got time for that, mate. He's running a country. He's, yeah. running, he's running a totalitarian dictatorship. Mate. He hasn't got time for correct spelling of words. Well, like it would have taken him one type of a letter more. Or someone else. Or someone else, yeah. yeah I'm sure he probably just dictates. Yeah. So maybe that's how they spell it over there. I don't know. No. Maybe he's said no more E's in the English language. We're, we're getting rid of them. No. You know, who's going to argue with him? What's the last one? Last one. <laughs> Stop bagging my cooking or do it yourself next time, you lazy piece of shit. That's from Sue in Bowenheads. It was on the cards, wasn't it, really? Yeah, she finally because listened in. You've hooked in a fair few times yeah, and there's yeah. been nothing. And you know, your poor old mum has just bided her time and finally she's just snapped. Yeah, I think she finally listened to an episode. Yeah, right. She wasn't listening before that. She didn't really <laughs> care. And then I think one day she must have tuned in, heard what I said about her cooking, and yeah. has, has written that in. That She wrote that in. Stop bagging my cooking or do it yourself next time, you lazy piece of shit. No, fair enough too. Yeah. So, no, you've, um, you've got well, the feedback. I don't know. It's, it's a bit subtle. What do you think she's trying to say? <laughs> we should get her on. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. As yeah. long as she's not cooking. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I think we should go straight into that scrap. You reckon? Yeah. Straight into it? I think so. Oh, jeez. I'm not even prepared. Oh, well, if I talk a bit about, say, the weather, like it's going to be a balmy 14 degrees. Well, it yeah. is a balmy 14 degrees right now. We, we could talk about mum's cooking. Well, I don't know how Sue would feel about that. Don't believe the hype. That's actually crap. Yes, it's time for That's Crap. And it's somewhat controversial segment, isn't it? Where we well, are. I know a lot of people are waiting every week. Like, what are the guys going to put in that? Like, are they going to talk about me? Mm. Like, they're, they're fearful that we're going to turn the spotlight on them. Yeah. So you know, I think I think a lot of people are really getting behind this segment. You can almost hear the wave of relief around the country as well. Absolutely, as we it's like say, a tsunami. We're talk, yeah, we're going to talk about this and everyone. Oh, it's not, oh, me. It's not me again this yeah. week. I get to survive another week. I'm going to start it, if I may. Go for it. Uh, so I said in the intro I was going to talk about Facebook. Mm. And Facebook, it's a funny thing, isn't it, in, in that you go to it all the time and you're always disappointed. Well, what do you mean? Well, you start scrolling through and you see, you know, your mate John from school's had a third kid. Yep, great. You know, you see this person's going hiking here. Yep, great. You see this person's far fitter than you. And you start off, you go, yeah, this is great. And you just... After all, you go, this is just rubbish. Yeah. And then the ads come. The ads for this and ads yeah. for that, ads for cat food, ads for this, whatever. I reckon, I, am I a conspiracy? No, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I reckon the same people that design pokies 
help to design Facebook. You're 100% right, mate. Now, yeah. I did read that somewhere that uh, there was something like that. I don't know if it was Facebook, but one of those sites did approach the people behind the pokies to say, how do you get them hooked? Yeah, and how do you and, keep them on? And how do you keep them on? So there's yeah. probably a little bit of that too. And just that whole thing, you know, like you say, you've, you've got your phone, you just scroll through with your thumb and just mindlessly waiting for mm. that little one at the bottom to say, oh, you know, someone's interacted with me or whatever. I mm. don't know. I just think it was great. I don't think if we weren't involved in comedy and this podcast and all that sort of stuff. You wouldn't have it. Oh, I don't think I'd be on it nearly as much as I am. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I agree with you there. I, and the thing is, like, you've got to join a lot of groups. Mm. Like, if you want to sell something, you join a group and all that sort of thing. People just send you invitations. You go, oh, yeah, except they're a nice person. Don't even really look at what the group is. I, I don't even get to see anything of my friends anymore because it's no. just all these groups. Yeah. And they just bombard you with them. And you have to scroll down about 25 times to find someone you know. Yeah, and it's, and it's all completely, at the start, I imagine, back whenever it started, you would have seen all your friends and you would have seen everything, but now there's algorithms that... Yeah, you, know, that, you don't that, see them all. No. They only show you the ones that, right. that they think you should see. That's right, that you interact with. Yeah. Either and, that or a lot of people are blocking you. <laughs> Could be that too. Surely not. I sue your mummies. That's what <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, after tonight, you yeah. know. Um, yeah. So on a macro scale, it used to be good and now it's not. Yeah, I think so. I well, agree a, with that. And on a micro scale, every time you get on it, it starts off, yeah, I'll have a look at this, no worries. And just, you know, like you go to sit down and do a number two, right? Yeah. <laughs> Apologies for anyone. That's usually dinner. when I ring you. Every time I ring you, you're yeah, on the toilet. It's unbelievable. True. And, and anyway, so you sit down and then 45 minutes later, you're still scrolling through Facebook. It's all just crap. Yeah. And you're still there and you just go, where's that 45 minutes gone? I could have been doing something far more yeah. useful. And, and it's not, you're not enjoying it? No, that's you're right. Not you're not enjoying it. it. You're just sort of doing it because it's there. Yeah. And and I, with my phone, I can't have those little red notifications. It drives me nuts. Yeah, you I've got to clear that. them, right? Yeah. So I was getting that many ridiculous bullshit red notifications yep. from Facebook that yep. I turned notifications off, Ooh. right? Oh, no. It still wasn't enough. I could see it on my phone. So I actually hid the app. Yeah. So it's in a folder, but you have to scroll to the to that. So I hid the app to stop me going to it all the time. Yeah, no. You know what's getting me lately is the Facebook videos. So it knows what oh, you like, yeah. and you'll watch something, and then the, you can just see the top of the the next, next video. Yeah. So you go, oh, I like that too. I'll go to that. And like you said, you can lose forty five to an oh. hour when you should be like bathing the kids in the that's right, feeding. <laughs> yeah, in the twinkling of an eye, yeah. it's gone. Um, by the way, with those videos, have you ever heard of a Canadian show called Letterkenny? No. Do yourself a favour, as a great man would say. What is it called? Letter Kenny. Letter Kenny. Yeah, all one word. Okay. It's meant to be the name of the town they live in. Fantastic. Really, really, really good. Yeah, right. Yeah, you'll enjoy it. Okay, but that's just another thing that I'll spend time doing. That's all right. And you know how busy I can get sometimes, especially at work, you know. I'm always busy there, mate. I'm trying to make money for the company. Shut up. On both a macro and a micro level, can I have it? Is that crap? Oh, absolutely. That's yep. crap. I, I will put it in. I, I, I think we're going to get a bit of pushback from Zuckerberg here. Well, he, I know he's a big fan of the show. Well, remember they didn't let your video go on, the video of you That's running road. Right. And I thought, oh, it's going to be taste and decency. They said, no, nah, Luke's having a beer. That's right, yeah. And they didn't want to show that. Yeah. So I had to blur out in the certain, beer. Yeah, because in And then they countries. said, everything else is fine. That's right. The side of a big fat bloke running mm-hmm. down. I'm not a big, sorry, that was a bit harsh. Uh, keep the, going. The, sorry, the, side, the side of a oversized rotund uh, person. <laughs> How's um, that any better? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to word it better. Uh, running up and down the street in his Reg Grundies. Fine, but I'm sipping on a can. You're having a drink, no only good. shows it for like half a second. No, nah, we're not putting that out there. No, nah, that's right. So, uh, you know, people have got to get their priorities straight, Tim. That's crap. That's crap. I what agree. Do you, 
What do you got? Uh, I've got supermarket checkouts. Now, oh, yeah. one of my big beasts, right, yep, is this. Yeah, we went away from the person who checked you out. We went to our, you got to do it yourself. Yep. All right? And, you know, we all got our thoughts about that. Everyone's just got used to it, haven't they? Yep. Unless you go to Audi. Now, Audi oh. is a test of endurance. Oh. Can I keep up with this person? And, and you never machines. can. You never can, mate. No. It doesn't matter how fast you pack those things away. Their job is to overpower you. And they just sit there and they don't help you. No. They don't hand you anything no. to make it faster. They just watch you. And where do you end up? To the shelf of the shame. The shelf of shame. That's right, because you can't keep up, so you have to move all your stuff on the shelf of shame yeah. and put it in some box. Yeah. And, and what happened to the personal touch, mate? <laughs> I agree. Do you know what happened? I came back from Darwin in the start of 2014, mm. and I'd never seen an Audi before because they didn't have them up there. Yeah. Never seen one. So I went to Audi in Newcomb, of all places, right? And um, I went there, and I had no idea. And this person just starts throwing my yeah, groceries you, up. You would have been thing. shocked. Well, aren't you meant to be dealing with yeah, that, mate? Yeah, that's right. What's going on here? Yeah. No idea. Yeah. And the person just looked at me and everyone else in Newcomb, and, you know, Newcomb's a rough place. Yeah. Everyone else in Newcomb's looking at me too. I thought I was going to get beaten up because I didn't know what to do with the Audi. I've never seen a hand move that fast as no. that checkout person who just wants to fill that table so they get to stop and have a little rest. <laughs> that's true. That's all they're interested in. I don't want to work. I'm not going to help you. It's not my job. No. I'm on checkout only. That's it. Yeah, no help there. No personal touch. Even the other supermarkets, and so that's another thing I already started. What? Charging you for a plastic bag. Oh, they were the first ones, weren't they? When did plastic bags become a commodity, Tim? Oh, Forget okay. about Bitcoin. I'll be investing in plastic bags, mate. They are going to go through the roof. And how many times out of, let's say, out of a theoretical 10 visits to a supermarket, yeah. how many times do you forget your bags? Every time. Yeah. Ten. I've never taken no. a bag into the supermarket. No. So you've got a whole like spare room just full of plastic bags. Yep. Yeah, heaps still, of them, mate. Heaps of them. I don't, and, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, it misses that personal touch. I'm sick of having to do their job for them. Yep. You know, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm putting it into that scrap. What I've got to say one, when I was in Hong Kong, um, and you go through the 12 items or less aisle. Yeah. Now, here in Australia, it's pretty flexible, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you can go through with 20 Don't items. Don't tell me they counted. No, they do. In Hong Kong, they will count it. And if you've got over 12 items, see you later. Right. They boot you from the aisle. Yeah, right. And you have to go back through the busy one. Hong Kong, isn't that known for its gambling? and? and uh, that's Macau. Ah, uh, Macau, is it? Yeah, yeah. same sort of setup. Yeah. But uh, different places. I wonder why they're so strict on that. Oh, I think it's, I don't know, but it was funny to watch. It yeah. happened to me once. Did like, they, yeah. they sent you back? Yeah, see Did you later, have to mate. do it with people just tutting at you, like shaking their heads? Yeah, like, it's a bit of that. Who does this bloke think he That's is right. with 13 items? That's right. This big, fat ginger foreign. I would have put two items back and said, no, oh, stuff. I'll just take the <laughs> Yeah, but I'm, my Cantonese isn't that good. So <laughs> <laughs> didn't know how to convey it. Look, yeah. Uh, yeah, so you want to ask a question? Yeah, is it going to that crap? Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Fantastic, mate. That's great. Let's have a song. Okay, straight into a song? I think so. Okay, well, this is a little bit of a throwback to the mid-90s, a very underrated band back then. In fact, I've got a funny story to tell about this lead singer. Well, not Go a on. funny story. So this is the band's The Verve. We're going to play uh, the song The Drugs Don't Work, which uh-huh. is a great song. But um, the, the, the lead singer, I think his name's Richard Ashcroft. Sounds familiar. I think that's his name, mm-hmm. right? When I was living in London, a bloke that I worked with was a house cleaner and went and cleaned his house. Mm-hmm. And he realised who it was. It's the yeah. bloke from The Verve. Yeah. And he said, well, I needed a little bit of a souvenir, didn't I? Oh. said, you surely you didn't take something. He goes, yeah, you had a bit of mail on the bench. I saw a letter there, so I took it. I go, mate, that's rough. You can't do that. But yeah. at the same time, I'm thinking, what was in the letter? Yeah. You know, What it was was a film offer from <gasps> some director in was doing a, a war movie yeah. and just for some reason singled out this bloke who'd never acted before and said, I reckon you'd be perfect for the lead role. So he kept the letter. Richard Ashcroft never got it. He was away touring or whatever. They went in and cleaned his house, never got the letter. Could have been a whole new career for him. Oh, my God. That's, that's yeah. awesome. I don't know if the movie I've got made. I never looked into it what, that much. What but sort of uh, era would this be? Uh, early 2000s, 
around about 2001, 2002, somewhere about there. What if it, was, it could have been Band of Brothers or something, mate? I think the Verve had just split up, so he was probably looking for something to yeah, do. Yeah, he's probably short on work. Yeah, why don't they ever offer me any films or anything? Yeah, I was talking you know? to him the other day. He was, seemed really keen and now I just heard nothing. Yeah. I didn't get the part either, by the way. I did audition. <laughs> did you ring up? Did yeah, you? <laughs> with a little mask on. Yeah, I didn't get it. So anyway, we'll play the song. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, that was the Verve. Yeah, um, that was the Verve who could have had a, a much bigger career had their acting life took off. It could have been a whole new thing for them. In fairness, though, what were they doing sending, I suppose it was 2001, sending an offer by mail? Yeah, I don't Wouldn't know. Wouldn't he call the bloke up? Well, possibly. Maybe he couldn't because he was touring or something. They weren't home, they were away. Here's a novel concept for someone who's head front man of an internationally renowned band. Wouldn't he have had an agent? But it went straight to his address. They had his address. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, look, who knows, mate? Maybe he'd said, hey, Richard, I've got an idea for you. And Richard said, okay, that no, sounds no, no, no. great. I'd love to do that. Go, Rich, all right, I'll send you a letter. Richie. Yeah, Richie. Dickie. Uh, I'll, I'll send you a letter with all the details. And he's like, oh, I can't wait to get this yeah. letter. Uh, I think your mate might still have it. I haven't seen him in years since the latter days. That's so but. good. Now, look, I'll give everyone a quick weather update. Uh, right. So we're here in Ballarat, which uh, for those of you listening around the world is in southeastern uh, Australia. Uh, at the moment, it reckons it's 14 and a half degrees. Uh, it feels like 6.6, though, due to the wind, which is coming in north-northeast at 37 kilometres per wow. hour. Do you know, I wonder if we just lost our listener with that. Like, that's dull as a spud, isn't it, the weather? What, reading the weather? Yeah. Hey, look, it is on the hour, though, because that's what they do on real radio stations. Is like, yeah. Can you do it in a better voice? So that was All a pretty right, okay. bad All voice. Right. Here's a go. All right. All right, go on. Here in Ballarat, it's currently 14 and a half degrees. Feels like 6.6. Whoa, it's cold out there. So stay rugged up, stay warm, stay happy, Ballarat, and keep listening to 99.9 Voice FM. I just switched off. Did you like that? Was that better? Uh, I think both ways I would have switched off. Yeah, I would have yeah. too. Maybe if you did it in a wacky voice. All right, Ballarat, 14 and a half. Feels like 6.6. How does that work? Yeah, see, I wouldn't have switched off there. No, I would better. have hung around to see what other antics you got yeah, up to. Yeah, that's right. Discombobulating the flux capacitor here at 99.9. <laughs> voice of that. <laughs> oh, I wish you talked like that. That'd be amazing. Oh, I'd get put in an institution, wouldn't I? I can't believe you're not in one now, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, well, this is true, um, isn't it? Now, we have got... Yes. Have we got uh, someone on the line? Or? Oh, I should certainly hope so. Um, we haven't at the moment. Just bear with me. I'm just feeling um, yeah. Um, uh, so, Tim, um, do you like stuff? I, I'm a big fan of stuff. What, of what do you like most about stuff? I like stuff. It's broad appeal to all people and uh, stuff and, yeah, stuff's good. Stuff's good. But okay. no well, time to talk about that now. We haven't got time to talk about stuff now, have we? No. Because we need to get to... Actually, no, we are talking about stuff now. We are. We are, because that's what the segment's called. We're talking to former Shield cricketer Lachlan Stevens. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, I can't I... find the bloody jingle, mate. I oh. don't know what I've done. I'm so... You know what? I spent today preparing, right? Yeah, I know. You, you've never seen me this... Pre- well, not for a long time since I uh, became single. I haven't been that prepped. I had it all ready to go, yep. all in a line, and I don't know what happened. I think I deleted a couple of old files. Next thing you know, everything's just taken off. I don't know where anything is, and I'm still trying to find it now. So You're, um, you're letting people behind the magic. Yeah, I know. Hang on a second, hang on a second, hang on a second. All right. We're going beautiful here, Lockie. Now, good. Hang on, I haven't played the jingle yet, mate. You're not allowed to talk, <laughs> talk until I find the jingle. Now, just right. give me a sec. Um, uh, so, Tim, um, yeah. you're, you're looking well. Um, <laughs> everything looks good over there. Yeah, and, right. uh, um, uh, I've got nothing, Tim. <laughs> I'm freezing here. That's all right. I was talking about the weather, but then you, you poo-pooed it. Can, so. we, can we cut this out for the podcast? Yeah, absolutely. Or do people just associate it with this nonsense? No, well, I mean, nonsense, you know, all things in moderation. I can't find it, Tim. That's all. Let's just, carry, let's just do it. Don't no, no. We've got to do the jingle, mate. We've got to do the jingle. We're not going to cut corners because <laughs> none of this will be in the uh, in the podcast, all right? Poor old Lockie no, needs I'm to go. I'm not going to come on unless there's a jingle now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why is it not there? It's not in the folder that I had it in. Oh, I, oh this is this is crap, mate. This, this should be that's crap. That's right. Yeah. Hang on. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm going to have to give up, mate. I can't no, find it. Hang on. Got it. <laughs> and now it's time for an update on stuff. <laughs> was it was it really worth all that? Smooth that was. Oh yes. Oh no, what a great jingle. Have you heard a jingle like that before, Lockie? Be honest. Uh I didn't hear anything. Oh. <laughs> okay. I think we haven't got time to actually speak to you now, mate. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> Can you uh, turn Lockie up a bit? Hang on, I'll turn Lockie up. I don't know if I can, mate. That's as loud as it goes, I think. Listeners, just talk amongst yourselves. No, it's all good. Yeah, so, I think that's as loud as it goes, mate. That's all right. Now, Lockie, I know it's been some weeks since we spoke to you, and uh, you're looking well, by the way. And um, I see that you're sitting on the couch. You've got a couch now, sitting on furniture. Yeah. Things are looking up, my friend. Yeah, it's going well. Yep. And so you've got the couch you're hoping to add to. Do you know if you had made more runs in that final, mate, you'd have like three couches by now. Well, look, you know, there's a lot of things that, that went badly as a result of that run out. So, uh, <laughs> the couches is just one of them. Yeah. Did, can I just ask you a question? When the removalist came in and presented you with your furniture some, I think it was three weeks late, wasn't it, by the time, was there any sort of contrition on their part? Were they sorry at all? Was there sort of, oh, geez, I'm sorry about this, Lockie, or? Well, yeah, yeah, the guys who brought it, I mean, the thing that I should say publicly and where I would say to you privately, it's not there. It's not the guy's fault who bring the furniture. No, no, it's not. It's happened somewhere they're, further they're back, just, isn't it? Yeah, they're just sort of uh, picking up the furniture that they're told to pick up at what point in time and things like that. So yeah. they were terrific, those boys. They were great, but they were they were still contrite in they, their own way. They didn't so. walk in like Ace Ventura, mate, shaking boxes and kicking them through the goals and all that sort of thing. <laughs> no, they were terrific. So uh, full credit to those boys, to use a sporting term. Um, but I'm certainly not done with the removalists' organisation. Are we uh, able to name him, mate? Let's name and shame. No, 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 need, to, no need to do that. No, no one's listening, no. Lockie. Yeah, uh, they're, they're probably <laughs> listening. Well, you know, we, we, I don't want to mention Ridgeways. It's just not <laughs> yeah, the no, way no. that I do things. Yeah, no, and, and, and I'll tell you what, there's a right way, there's a wrong way, and then there's Ridgeways. Isn't hey, there? very good. <laughs> You are a professional. <laughs> See, I can't find a jingle, mate, but I can come up with a few of those. That's about all I got. How did uh, how did Ted Young's hamstrings pull up post uh, oh. running down the uh, cold Ballarat? It wasn't his hamstrings we were worried about, mate. It was what? his black eyes he had from his boobs bouncing up and down into his what? face. Yeah, thank you. I had to. I, it was very cold that night. I actually had to get dressed straight away and hop in the car with the heater on. It was yeah, we did. Freezing. We did have to put him in the car. He almost had hypothermia, poor oh. bugger. That's it. It was. Uh, you guys obviously speak to uh, the great Dr. David Bade at times on this show. We do. We've been known um, to mention him. He mentioned in a text message, and I agreed with him wholeheartedly. Terrific effort to try and download the the show in fifty countries. It was a terrific effort. It was a very poor nude run. We've heard that a lot. We just talked about it before, mate. And uh, the thing is, I said this to Tim before. He could have taken off his underpants. And I don't yeah. think we would have seen a hide or hair of little Tim. I think on a cold night like that, she would have been an innie, not an outie. It's just some, it's just one of the things you have to accept when you put nude run on the line. Mm. It wasn't nude. It wasn't a nude run. He never fulfilled the contract. And people were hanging out for it, mate. Do you know how many complaints we've had? Oh, many. It's probably going to cost us our radio career, actually. <laughs> you know, it could have been the moment that just ticked you guys to a whole new level of listenership. Yeah, or, or at least a few weirdos like tuning in because you type in fat and ginger into a lot of websites and you should see the stuff that comes up, mate. <laughs> it's no good, is it? Now, listen, 
I'd just like to say, having taken everything on board and all the observations. And yeah, you've been pretty quiet during this little period, mate. <laughs> you can all go... <laughs> s- s- those ones yourselves. Now, listen, I managed to negotiate because I got such exposure for this show. I managed to negotiate away from, you know, a possible indecent exposure charge <laughs> down to wearing my jocks. So you can all go get stuff. I there. think you had to, mate. I think uh, – but but, but you, you did notice that, that the initial video where he was telling people about it, that had, what, 50,000 views or something? Yeah. I think yeah. once they realised he had his jocks, only about 24 people watched the second video. <laughs> no, no one was interested, mate. No, that's true. Now, look, we don't want to talk about this the whole time. I do. I don't. Right, so very interesting topic that Lockie had to talk to us about tonight is why do we go for the teams that we go for? Because if I unpack my previous, the weekend just gone, Mm -hmm. the Tigers lost. I wasn't going to mention it. And now are back in ninth place where they belong. Where they belong, yeah. Um, Yeah, that's about time they got back there, isn't it? It is, yeah. And and the Reds, the Reds were appalling. The Reds got absolutely- Who's the the Reds? uh, Queensland Reds Rugby Union. Oh, right. Played against a Kiwi side and as such had their pants pulled down. Yeah. Um, and it was just appalling. Was Is that why you're upset tonight? No, you're not, not yourself, am I mate. upset? Oh, no, maybe you're just always grumpy. So, what about you, Lockie? Yeah. Who's your teammate? Well, I don't have one, and this is why I raised it, because I was talking to Tim about the, the Reds, and I knew he was a Richmond fan, and I just w- was interested in why, and I know you're a big Geelong supporter, uh, Lockie, mm-hmm. after hearing about the time you knocked your grandmother out. <laughs> um, That's true. Hey, she's looking good for another bruising too, the way she's been carrying yeah. on. <laughs> and I just I just would like to know, it's interesting, you support a team for 20, 30, 40 years, and I, and I have a question as to why we continually follow the one team and, and why when a person that we love in one team moves to another team, we boo that very person. Just because, <laughs> uh, as Jerry Seinfeld would say, he's just wearing a different coloured shirt. So That's we right. Mm. So I'm just really interested in why... Oh, passion and loyalty, are, I think, mate. Passion and loyalty. You know, we've, we've, passionate and yeah, I think you've got that loyalty, you've got that alignment, and, and you're probably right. Where you would never think about changing your your footy team, but something like the big bash where there's you haven't got that passion there. Well, oh, doesn't worry me. I'll back for another team. Doesn't worry me. Hey, and you're talking to a guy who coaches the big bash here. Oh, do you? I'll take it back, mate. I'm, I'm a real big fan of your team. Um, uh, have always well, loved I'm them. Used to, so it's okay. I was. Uh, I've done the Perth Scorchers and the Melbourne Renegades. Um, you just you just dumped on his work. Yeah, yeah, no, I, uh, well, I'm a right. big, big fan of the Scorchers and the Renegades. Team, you know? What's that, Lucky? I, well, I've coached teams and I don't necessarily support the teams that I'm coaching sometimes. So, you know, mm. how to, I wonder as a supporter how you start to think, oh, well, all the people that I used to like are now gone. Mm. Um, why do I continue to support? Or, or what if you're supporting a team and then a coach comes on board who you can't stand? Well, that, Is yeah. your loyalty override that coach that you can't stand because he's starting to change the way your team plays? So, you know, why, do, but why do we continue in that? Well, part? I think it does. It, it's a strange thing, especially in Aussie rules, it seems to be. So, for example, being a Richmond supporter, I couldn't possibly tell you why I'm a Richmond supporter. So mm-hmm. mum and dad are both English migrants and wouldn't know a behind from a drop punt. Like, they just know nothing about footy at all, Right. My oldest brother's a Hawthorne fan. Chris, my middle brother, was a Fitzroy fan and then conveniently around the turn of the century became a Brisbane Lions fan when they won three good choice, good choice, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then I ended up being a Richmond fan. Now It's my- usually your family, isn't it? You go with what your family. Because yeah, I know you do. myself when I was growing up and I've said the same thing to my kids. I said, guys, you've got choices. You don't have to follow Geelong just because I do. You can go to the orphanage. You've got a couple of choices there. So um, it, I think it's the family that, that, that gets you into it. But a lot of people change. I, I mean, I think I barracked for a couple of different sides as a little kid, like real little. Um, yeah, but you, you, can't, once you, you can't change once you're Once you've got that passion, it's very hard to change, isn't it? Yeah. Would you change 
would you change your support, Luke or Tim, because you you supported a player so severely that if he or she moved to another club, you would move with that player to another club? Nah, well, look, we lost Ablett, mate, to the Gold Coast, and, and there was no way I was he was he was dead to you, wasn't he? He's on my dartboard still, but uh, you know, it's one but of those the club, things. The club and the team overrides the individual, no matter how much you support the individual. Yeah, I think so. Although I'm a massive Scorchers and Renegades fan, so <laughs> I know, um, I, I, yeah, I know, I can, I can feel it. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I don't, uh, you know, obviously my my uh, tenure at the uh, Perth Scorchers ended quite badly, so I'm disappointed that you. Can, can, can we can we can we hear what happened, mate? What was the story there? No, no. That's, <laughs> I'll tell you off air. I know that story. As well. You tell me. Um, yeah, I tell you off air. Were you the mascot? Or you got scorched? I've got to say though, I've got to say though that I I used to be a big Queensland Bulls fan in the Sheffield Shield. And then for a little bit, I was a South Australian Shield cricket fan because Lockie Stevens was playing for South Australia at one stage. Well, that's fair enough to, to follow then, like a, a friend right, like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I just can't believe that that drug and alcohol fueled binge that you had, mate. I mean, it, it's, you've got to expect that to come back to you. <laughs> it's just the way I like to live my life. <laughs> You live by the sword and you die by the sword. But it's just a really interesting topic, and I, you know, I'd love to hear your listeners calling in. Uh, yeah, we'd love to hear why they support in. certain teams, no matter what happens. Yeah, yeah. Mate, mate, we've had a lot of topics on this show. We only ever had one phone call, and that was to tell us that how what was it? How greedy we how are? How greedy or, we were? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, look, I don't imagine they're going to jump on this one. It's not, it's not quite feedback with Alan Jones just yet. Not not, not, not yet. quite. No, we're looking forward to it one day. Perhaps a little um, tweaking, yeah. At the moment, we just have to get our abuse via uh, text. It's a more modernised program. That's what it is. I I think think you're right, mate. And, um, you know, we were just talking about Bitcoin before. I think the people that sort of listen to our show, they're probably more focused on, on the Bitcoin and those those real highbrow things. We're going to start yeah. our own one. We're going to start Fat and Ginger Coin. Are you in? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I definitely – well, I never followed any Bitcoin stuff. Neither will we. Well, do you want I'm to invest, mate? I'm for some Fat and Ginger Coin. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, mate. You should see the sorts of things you can buy with our currency. That's it. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> you'll be back at the Scorchers in no time, That's my friend. <laughs> now, I'd hate to be that guy, but um, we need to – uh, go because we're running way behind time. Oh yeah, God, it's late, isn't it? So, yeah. you should have seen the amount of quality we've had in this show, mate. You know, I'm surprised we could fit you in. <laughs> Lockie, once again, it's always such a tight ship. It's only because it takes me 25 minutes to find each jingle. <laughs> Thanks for joining us tonight, Lockie. We'll talk to you next week. Pleasure, boys. Stay well down there. Thanks, Lockie. Bye. Uh, fantastic. Seamless again. Yeah, again. Oh, now, now I've got to do something else, don't yeah, I? you do. That's right. Yeah. So I can't I'll believe just... I spent like two hours preparing for this show and it's just all gone to shit, mate. If I only, don't know why I bother. If only we had all that stuff on here on the computer. Yeah. <laughs> We've got to figure that out. Yeah, out. I know. Instead Wait, of going we, through old tapes and that lock on at the moment. We've got to get to our guests before they okay, decide now, to I'm, do something I'm, else. I'm going to piss you off, mate. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, what was that? Right, we had someone else in the studio just then, and they said what a great song it was, and um, I think he might have been taking the piss out of you still. So did you like that? You didn't like no. it, did you? No, no. Yeah, listening to that song was like waiting to die. It, it looked like you were busting for the loot. That's the look on your face. <laughs> like you'd been in the car from Melbourne well, and uh, had a big curry up there all the way back to Ballarat. You were, I you feel that my good. five minutes in commode would produce something better than that. <laughs> That Don't was... you like the dulcet tones of his voice, mate? No. Don't you think that that was a really lovely song by a folky sort of singer? You didn't find anything at all? 
Okay, Tini, uh, hard to please. Uh, I, I actually thought you'd really like it, mate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew that you'd be seething when you heard that, and I wasn't disappointed. Like I said, up, down, up, yeah, down, not- waterboard. Like I am waterboarding you, my friend. No, that's all right. Oh, look, I appreciate the effort. Yeah. All right. We've got a bit of a, uh, a special guest, mate. Yep. Hang on. I know I'm being good on the jingles tonight. You ready? Yeah, go on. Okay. Yeah, I know if you can hear that, Jake. That's a bit of applause, mate. You'd be used to that every time you went on stage. It's a problem. I don't know how to stop it, mate. It's just going and going. <laughs> Hang on a sec, Jakey. Hang on. Here we go. Ready? There you go. Oh, I've got to fade that out better, don't seamless. I? Seamless. Yeah. How are you, Jake? Yeah, I'm good. How are you guys? Very well, mate. We are going beautifully here tonight. You should have seen the prep I put in for this show, more than I have in months. Right? Usually I'm hungover on a Monday and I can't even move. I put two hours in today, Jake, and it's all gone to shit, my friend. <laughs> I thought the most effort so far you put into the show was getting Tim to run in his undies, like yeah. that whole bet. What, what, what did you think of that, mate, when you saw it? Were you disappointed like everyone else that he didn't go the full Monty? <laughs> no, I thought it was really good, but I just thought of before, one he could do to you like a bet he could make with you. Oh, yeah, it's been good chatting to you, Jake. Um, <laughs> Jake was, I'd see, because you're all big on computers, aren't you, Jake? Computers are your thing, aren't yeah. they? So if I'd yeah. got to you like 48 hours before that run and you could have logged in with VPNs all around the world and downloaded it, couldn't you? Yeah, I could have made it look like I thought about cheating it for you, but nothing's funnier than seeing a guy run in the cold Ballarat in his undies. Thanks very much, Jack. I appreciate it. It's out there on the internet now, mate. One day, like his family, his grandkids are going to see that. Well, certainly, good thing is, though, I mean, it quite besides my dual citizenship, it stops me from ever going into federal politics, doesn't it? Oh, there's no chance now. No. No, Although you could start the Fat and Ginger Party. Oh, mate, we'd be red hot. Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> and uh, obviously next time you'd have to not wear your jocks because the outpour of grief from everyone about that has been ridiculous, mate. Everyone wanted to see little Tim. and uh, Well, the, the one, um, Luke, I thought of for you, Tim, you should make a bet with him. Go and on. If he loses... He has to wear a Collingwood jumper at a Geelong home game. That's awesome. No That's way, brilliant. mate. Yeah. No yeah. way. I couldn't do it, mate. I could not do it. Although we play Collingwood <laughs> this week, Jake. What can the bet be? Hang on. I ran, I, I ran him on jocks up and down Barclay Street. I'd rather that than wear a Collingwood jumper. No, 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 no. It's got to hurt, mate. Yeah, it, it will hurt. Yeah, Collingwood yeah. jumper would hurt him bad. Mate, like, it'd be like Gollum in Lord of the Rings when he has that rope around his neck and it just burning him. That'd be me. <laughs> and I look a bit like Gollum too, I've been told. <laughs> he said that's terrible. <laughs> now, Jake, mate, the listeners probably don't know a lot about who you are. A lot of people would have seen you on stage as a comedian. Very, very funny man. We were just talking about your snail man character. We'll get back to that in a second. But tell us a little bit about yourself for those who don't don't know who Jake Budge is. Yeah, hey, I'm Jake Budge. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I've done like stand-up comedy, podcasting. I'm writing comics. I just do a bit of everything. You do yeah. everything, mate. You got your fingers in a few pies, don't you? And that's not even your day job, mate. That's just stuff you do in your spare time. Yeah, during my day job, I'm a web um, editor for the government. So different lives, different lives. Yeah, mate. I could never imagine you as a government worker. That that really surprised me when I heard that. <laughs> yeah, I sometimes can't imagine that either. It's weird because, um, as you guys know, as people that have done comedy, we're like, 
never super serious people. So I find myself in meetings always trying to crack up my co-workers because I zone out after like 10 minutes. Yeah, they get pretty dull those meetings, don't they, mate? Yeah, like um, a thing. So we started going back into the office like lots of businesses. And the thing I've decided to start doing is pretend we're still on Skype or like Zoom. So it's like you say stuff like, hey, can you hear me? <laughs> really right when, in front when, of you. Yeah, and when the like meeting ends, you wave at them. And- <laughs> <laughs> Mate, that's great. You've got to liven those things up because they can be as oh, dull as yeah. a spud sometimes. In fact, you've probably got a few connections in the government. Maybe they can bring a law in that all meetings have a cutoff time of seven minutes. That'd be great. I'll vote for that. It's illegal to go over that, seven minutes. That would be good. Also, can we ban lunchtime meetings? Yes, yes. Like the 12 to 1 o'clock. Like, can we just get rid of that? Yep. Well, if they want to have them, they can, but they've got to provide free food, and it's got to be from somewhere good. Well, how about this could be possibly the platform for the Fat and Ginger Party? I think that's a great idea, mate. Seven-minute meetings and no lunchtime meetings. And no lunchtime meetings. We've already got our own Bitcoin, Jake, that we're starting tonight. Our own cryptocurrency. Our own cryptocurrency. We reckon it's all a big jib, so we're going to start our own. Yeah. There's only certain things you can use it for, none of which are legal. Uh, so we're hoping it might take off, mate. I think, what did you say? There were about $10,000 a coin at the yeah, moment? Yeah, that's right. And people, if they send a check in, just made out to cash yeah. uh, to us, that'd be fantastic. Is there any connections that you can legitimise us, Jake? <laughs> Um, no, I know nothing about the whole cryptocurrency nah, thing, but I keep getting ads for it. Like, Google thinks I'm smart enough to understand it, but... <laughs> no, I don't think any of us do, mate. I think there's one bloke in the world who understands it, and he's, he's the one raking it in. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's, like, one called Doggo Coin. Like, I yeah. feel like the people coming up with these names are just, like, messing with us, like... Well, I believe that one started as a joke. Someone made a joke. It might have even been Elon Musk made a joke about it. Next thing you know, it was just a thing and it's worth money. But that's I think that's pretty much how Bitcoin started too. I think Bitcoin was started as a bit of an experiment, a bit of a joke. Yeah. And it, was only, it wasn't worth anything. And then all of a sudden, I don't know how, but now it's worth you know, $60,000 a coin or whatever. It's well, ridiculous. There must be a way to get fat and ginger coins on the books. Let's, let's, we'll, we'll work on it. That'll be a project for us. Right. And, then, we'll, and we'll use that money to start the fat and ginger party. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Even, um, even though, well, you can. You'd, you'd have to be the candidate because I can't do it. I'll oh, because of the nudie run? No. No, I, that's what we're about. We're about nudity. No, I, I can't. And expressing <laughs> yourself. No, I'm a dual citizen. I can't. Don't you remember all that hoo-ha a couple of years back about people being dual citizens? <laughs> Are you a dual citizen? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, from, from which planet? <laughs> Uranus. <Yeah. laughs> uh, so, and, and Jake, uh, you've been doing a bit of stand-up, mate. We haven't seen you for a little while. Yeah, I've kind of taken a break from it at the moment because I've been focusing on other things, but I might get back into it. Like. I hope you do because you're very good. Absolutely. Yeah, I I try to um, be good. Like, when, when I you... don't know. Comedy's hard, you know? It is. Well, mate, if you want to get back into it, we, we've got a few gigs coming up. We'll just slot you in, mate. Absolutely. Yeah, sounds good. Excellent. And uh, what we might do, do you want to play a quick song? We'll have a chat to Jakey off air, try and book him in for a gig. Yep. And then uh, we'll come back and we want to talk about Snail Man, mate, because we've seen it spring to I life. I love that. All right. Give yeah. us a second, Jakey boy, and I'll uh, I'll get you back, mate. Tim really likes the music I play too, so uh, I'm going to play. What have we got? What yeah. I've been doing, Jake, is play one for him, one for me, and the one for me I know is really going to piss him off. He's very, very peculiar when it comes to his music. He only likes anything from the 80s. 
early 90s at best. So um, I get him down here in a shit song. Then I bring him back up with a good song. So just when he thinks life's starting to get better, I play another shit one. So it's been up and down for him. So now I'm going to play something I know he's going to like. Okay. We're at that point of the show. Just bear with us, Jake. That's more like it. Well, I know you liked it, but it did have a little bit of that self-indulgent stuff that you don't like. So where do you sit with that one? Uh, I'll give it a seven and a half out of ten. You happy with that? Yep. Okay, beautiful. I'm glad you enjoyed it, mate. Yep. That it means t- a lot to me. That Tim Buckley stuff, two out of ten. Two out of ten. Okay. Oh, Jeff yeah. Buckley, four and a half. Okay, so he's better than his dad. Still a fail, though. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear the line ended there. <laughs> there won't be little Junior Buckley coming through. <laughs> so um, it was good to see you up and about for that one. It made oh, me feel heaps better. That's it. I was doing the worm in the studio, all sorts of stuff, wasn't I? So. Yeah, you were, mate. It was great to watch. So um, now we've got one second here. Oh, no. I'm just like, I'm going so bad tonight, aren't I? That's all right. That's all right. Oh. The. Um... <laughs> I can't even be bothered. We're just going to keep it going. No, that's all right. That's all right. The, um, what was I going to say? Jeff Buckley. So Tim Buckley was his dad, and then Jeff Buckley died, obviously, in rather unfortunate circumstances. And so there's not going to be any more Buckleys. No more Buckleys. So who's the other one I don't like? I don't like Missy Higgins. Right. Uh, I don't. Well, there's other ones that you play I don't like. In fact, there's a lot I don't like. There's a lot you don't like. There's not many you do, mate, that I play. I am. There's decades upon decades of music I'd like. 70s, 80s, and like you said, early 90s. I like that. Ugly Kid Joe there. That was good. I've lost Jake. No, he's underneath there somewhere, isn't he? Is he? I've got too so. many things opened. <laughs> this is, uh, this is appalling, isn't it? No, well, Led Zeppelin, obviously, it's the 70s. Yeah. 80s for Queen. 90s, a bit of Extreme. Steve Vai was good. He was sort of 90s. Was he? Yeah, he had a seven-string guitar. Did you know that? Seven strings. It was a bit of a marketing gimmick. You reckon it could help him to get the high notes? What is going on here, mate? I've, I've, it's not letting me call him back. Oh, he's there. He's there. He is there. Jake, just pretend like that never happened, mate. That's going to be cut out for the podcast. <laughs> Whoa. Um, I just heard Tim talk about his 90s favourite music. How did you not mention Nirvana? Oh, oh yeah, good point. No, he's a philistine, mate, when it comes to music. Well, I play you- all sorts of different music for him. He's not happy. He's, he actually throws stuff. He throws a pen. He'll throw his headphones down on the ground. Just absolute philistine. But it's amazing, though, that the drummer from Foo Fighters looks just like the drummer from Nirvana. Isn't that incredible? <laughs> I drive an hour and 10 minutes to be here every Monday night, Jack. Oh, it's an oldie but a goodie. Hour and 10 minutes here, hour and 10 minutes back just to hear nonsense like that. No. Now, Lukey, you want to ask Jake about Snail Man? Cause I, I do. Now, you started up a bit of a skit, mate. Uh, we heard it back in my cafe back in the old days when we first met. And I, oh, geez, I pissed myself laughing. We heard Snail Man. You've taken it one step extra. Yeah. So um, I had this skit about like this slow superhero that I do, how he was a really bad super. But then I decided I love comics. I'll just make my own comic. Yeah. So I've written the first one, and now a guy's drawing it. And ironically, the guy drawing it hasn't drawn a comic before, so it's taking forever. Yeah. So it's like really fits a whole snail man vibe. Like. <laughs> Even in the production of it. Yeah, it's still slow. It's like taking forever, but when it's eventually done, it will be really fun. So Yeah, and it looks really cool, mate. I've yeah, seen it on Facey. You posted it and it looks really cool. Yeah, it's, it's cool seeing it come to life and like the things I wrote are getting drawn and it's mm. pretty cool. So yeah. So what's the plan it's with fun. it, mate? What do you what where are you able to get it published? Is that oh, I don't know much about the comic book world. What will you do with it once it's finished? 
Yeah, I'll probably like release the first issue all self-funded, self-publish, and maybe crowdfund it or something. So. Yeah, cool, yeah. mate. We're happy to plug it with uh, on our show and also with our um, our uh, uh, labour, not labour party, fat and ginger party. <laughs> whoa, 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 fat and ginger party, mate. Yeah. So don't bring other parties yeah. into our, it. our political party. We're we're right behind Snailman, mate. So because saying- we move at that pace as well, being uh, quite rotund ginger people ourselves. So you're saying that right from the outset we're for sale? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Just like all the rest. That could be our slogan, actually. Fat and ginger. We're for sale. Yeah. Only cost you two <laughs> fat and ginger coins. That's right. I was thinking um, the fat and ginger party, the barbecue party. Oh, nice. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'll get behind anything with the word barbecue in it because I'm a big fan of their shapes. <laughs> That's, yeah. Yeah, that's great, mate. We might have to get you in to, uh, to come up with a few posters or your, or your artist friend. Well, he could be one of our spin doctors. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. You, you're the candidate, Luke. Right, yeah. I'm, the, I'm the chief of top, staff. Top dog over here. Yeah. yeah, and then Jake's gonna be one of our spin doctors. Yeah, and you should see the things I'm going to introduce, mate. Once I'm elected, if you put forward no more meetings over seven minutes and no lunchtime meetings, mate, yeah. a landslide, wouldn't it? And and then all you need to do on the Senate ballot is be somewhere near the left hand side. Yeah, where people just go, I can't be bothered going. Well, for them. there was one guy one year. I can't remember what his name was, but he was on the far left, the 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 leftmost. Uh, column of the you know the Senate papers like a metre long like it's ridiculous yeah and I think the name of his party was like the Liberal Democrat Party and people who voted Liberal only saw Liberal Democrat and they went and for just it. ticked one and just put it in did he win oh, he got it he got it in the Senate yeah 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 I can do that mate I can kiss a few babies if I have to that's it and probably half a chance in mine anyway I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it now so we don't <laughs> have to go over this later on right just read what's on the cards okay yeah. that's it don't freestyle when you're on the podium. Just read what's on the cards. Okay, no worries. I can, you're not uh, listening. I can tell you're not listening. Listen, just read what's on the cards. Okay, all right, I got it. Read what's on the cards. <laughs> Do not veer away. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who's on the cards, but... Yeah, no, I don't know. We'll get someone. Yeah, we need a platform, Jake. Yeah. Oh, I think we Yeah, it. that sounds like an interesting party. Like, there's tons of good policies you could uh, bring in, like legalising nudie runs down exactly. in Ballarat. Like, yep. That's it. Mate, there's a lot of things that are going to be legalised and there's a lot of people that are going to be illegal. <laughs> people. Can you actually have one per? Can you have a particular person be illegal? Anyone who says that Snow White should be banned because at the end he gives her a kiss, you're, you're banned, you're, you're moving to Tasmania. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, what's wrong with Tasmania? No, it's a great place, but we're going to get all the people off there and we're going to banish all the idiots down there. Have you been there? It's lovely. It's a beautiful place. Well, they're not going to whinge then, are they? Well, don't put the idiots there. Put them on like Heard Island or McDonald Island down the sub-Antarctic. Okay, yeah. Leave Tassie alone. I'll oh, like, but like, Tassie's already our only place in Australia where criminals can really escape to. Like, in Europe, you have all these other countries. But in Australia, you like you have Tassie and that's it. Well, that's oh. what made me think of it, mate. But I, I just think all our other islands that are around us are going to be too small for all the dickheads that are out there, Jake. <laughs> we need something bigger. <laughs> So yeah, I, yeah, I, I know. I, I think I've got a chance here. We'll see how we go. No, no, you definitely got a chance, mate. Just read what's on the cards. Okay, I'll read what's on. Jeez, he's drumming <laughs> that into me, Jake. Isn't he? Is he, he invested in cards? Did, 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 did COVID not? Did you watch? Okay, did you watch Donald Trump talk during COVID? Yeah, yeah. You could right. see everyone around in the outskirts just go, no. Yeah, that's right. No, no, no hands around. That's right. No, we never said he, that. He would have had. He would have had that talk to him. Yeah, Mr. President, sir. 
for the love of all that's holy in the world, just read what's on the goddamn cards. The good thing about Trump, too, he gives us all hope, doesn't he? Like, if, if, if that can buffoon make... can, can ride to that position, then anyone can do anything. He was the Ashley Giles of politics. He was. <laughs> <laughs> Come in, Spinner. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, so, so Snail Man, mate, I'm, I'm really looking forward to reading this comic. When, have we got an ETA? Or because it is Snail oh, Man? Not yeah, It's taking forever. So <laughs> I'm thinking about, I'm getting another comic drawn while I wait. So I'll see. Oh, really? Not by the same guy? Because if he stops to do that one, right. you'd be starting oh, to question no, him. So like, he'll just be the Snail Man guy, but I might like do another idea in my head. So. Are we able to get uh, an idea? Or you want to keep that under control until you've got it all sorted? I don't know. Let's see if I can make a good script first. It's oh. like hard oh. to be good at writing, but... Mate, it's a, it's a massive venture you've undertaken, and uh, if anyone can pull it off, big fella, here, here. it'll be you. That's it. Yeah, it's weird, like, directing, like, someone drawing. It's like, draw this, and it always comes out different from my head, but it always looks good, so... Yeah, yeah. and it sounds like you got the best man on the job, mate. He's working at the right pace. Yeah. That's it. All right. Well, look, we're going to keep going with the frenetic pace of our show. Oh, yeah. We've got lots to fit That's in before. Actually, we haven't done Let's keep Jake on while we do the Justin Murphy Award. Okay. Yeah, for Should sure. Should we do that? Yep. Okay, Jake. So what we've done, mate, we had a bloke. Do you want to tell Jake how it worked while I find the gym? So what we had was we had a guy from the States around uh, the whole nudie run thing, uh, a guy from the States who was fairly strident in his views about us and what we were doing, called us bottom feeders and yeah. uh, all sorts of stuff. So we, we don't actually know exactly what he said because Facebook blocked what he said. Community so he was getting it. stuck into <laughs> us about about our standards of community. Yep. And then uh, what he said was that bad that the Facebook had to take him off. Yeah. And so we, de- <laughs> we decided to have an award. We instituted an award yeah. for people who get easily offended. Easily offended and full of crap, mate. So, uh, you ready for the jingle? See, I made this up today, Jake. You'll love it. Are you easily offended? Welcome to the Justin Murphy Club. That's brilliant. Look at that. You haven't heard that yet, well, you? That's the first time I heard that. That is, is right? spot on Deirdre. Has Deirdre flew over up. from the States to record that, mate. So, yeah. cost us an absolute four. It cost us nearly two fat and ginger coins to get her over here to I do did, that. Yeah. One and a half fat ginger coins. We had to saw one in half. That's it. So now the uh, the first recipient last week, Jake, of the Justin Murphy Award. I hope he listens to this and knows he's got an award named after him too. He'll probably try and sue us or something. So the first <laughs> recipient last week was the, was the University of Canberra who decreed that everyone should now refer to their mother and father as their, what was it? Fathers were non-gestational their, parent. Their birthing parent and their non-gestational parent. That's what they're trying to change it to. Well, he said, you get the Justin Murphy Award. What a load of shit that is. So uh, we've, the second recipient here is, uh, um, I don't know her name. I'm going to tell you <laughs> that we can't actually give her the award, but this uh, it was a lady who uh, carried on like a deal in the car park. I had a close uh, family member who did the wrong thing, Jake, and she put her hand up and said she did the wrong thing. She's been through a lot of stuff lately. Well, I won't go into, but let's just say it's stuff that she sh- nobody should have to go through. Uh, and, and in her frazzled state of mind, she said to her, she left her little four-year-old who's on the phone, sits there and watches YouTube on the phone, left him in the car, right? It wasn't a hot day. We're talking like a you know, nice 18, 19 degree day, windows down, but done the wrong thing. When she came out, there was a lady in gym gear standing by a car, abused the crap out of her for about 
15 minutes, just would not leave it alone, right? Just stuck into her like crazy. And my, my, my family member mm. uh, tried to tell her, look, well, it's not a good thing, but I've just got so much going on. I've just recently separated and I've, uh, you know, my daughter broke her own. So I was frazzled and she would not buy it. You're not separating. Hang on, hang on. How long had the kid been in the car? Five minutes. Hang on. She went in to get some oranges and some apples. Now, having a couple of kids myself, young kids, right, yeah. five and six, yeah. mate, leave your kids in the car. She's in a supermarket, mate. She's mate, in and out. In and out. And this woman just decided she was going to get up on a high horse but wouldn't believe it. This is the, the, the bit. Like, if she wants to hang around and say, look, you shouldn't do that, fair enough, right, we'll cop that. But she wouldn't believe her. She said, you're not separated. Oh, uh, really? Someone who's divorced wouldn't have a car like that. She drives a Kia Sorento. <laughs> Yeah, and and, oh, and, 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 and and dress like that. What's a Kia Sorento got to do with it? What's I don't know. I don't know. Why, why would that stop someone being divorced or, or just recently separated? If anything, when you get separated, don't you get, like, the good cars? Like, isn't that what happens? Well, apparently Kia Sorento's not up there, mate. I don't know. It's not on the list. <laughs> but uh, she just berated her for, 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 like, a long time and just kept going and going and going. Really? And, and, and in the end, my, my family member uh, was, was just beside herself and ended up ringing the police because she said she'd called the police. She rang the police and said, oh, I'm so sorry, this is what's happened. You've probably just had a call. I'm just ringing you to apologise. They said, look, we haven't had a call, but we get crackpots like that all the time. Don't worry about it, darling. Yeah. It's okay. right? But just the way this woman carried on. And the thing was, this is 11 o'clock in the morning and she's in her gym gear. Mm. Probably hasn't got a lot to no. do, has she, for the day? No, that's right. She would have been straight out for lattes no, after right. that with her friends telling them what a hero she is. That's exactly right. So and she'd saved this poor young kid from sitting in a car on a 12-degree day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's so, another thing, right? So in especially here in Ballarat, sometimes the kids are better off in the car. Yeah, absolutely, well, mate. They might die. You might get early-onset hypothermia if you take if them out. If you take of them shit. out. So I just I heard that, Martha. I thought, well, you've got nothing better to do with your life. And I, I'll bet you <laughs> numerous... I- Fat and ginger coins. Yeah. That lady in the gym gear doesn't have kids. And I'll, I'll bet you again, she doesn't have a job. <laughs> yeah. Being left in the car, I remember as a kid, that was a normal thing. Like, no one was complaining. It's like they'd crack the window a little bit, and that was fine, you know? That's right. That's right, mate. Look, it's, again, it's not the right thing to do. But it's not the end of the world either. She didn't deserve what she copped. No, that's right. And especially uh, someone who's just gone through something like she's gone through. And without going into it, if yeah, you knew what she's gone that's through, right. you, the way she just carried on, it just I just thought, you get the Justin Murphy Award. I know her name. So she gets it. The person in the gym gear, the lady in the gym gear at yeah. the servo, wherever it was. At the supermarket. Yeah. Congratulations. You're the first. You're the, you're the second. Second member uh, of the Justin, of the Justin Murphy, Murphy Club. So there's something for you to brag about to your friends next time you so go I'll out for the coffee. Just play the jingle again just so I can hear it again. You, you like that jingle, don't you? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I'll tease you frazzle me again. No, I wasn't ready right, for that. Under the pump. Oh, this, is, this is for you. This oh, is, no. This oh. is because you made me listen to Tim Buckley. Yeah, I know. He's Come not on, a fan chop, of Tim Oh, I'm getting there, mate. Where'd the, where'd the folder go? <laughs> Hang on, here we go. Uh, congratulations, lady at the supermarket. Yeah. Are you easily offended? Welcome to the Justin Murphy Club. So I spent all day doing that today. That's good. That's shows. Making that up. And then I can't even find it when the time comes. I had it all in the line ready to go. I don't understand it's what's happened, right. Jake. It's okay. You're doing fantastically. Well done. <sighs> So at the end of the year, will you have a best of that award to 
find the ultimate like dickhead? We haven't thought that far ahead, to be honest, mate. No, I, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> great idea. Hey, can you come in and produce a show for us, mate? <laughs> oh, it's getting too hard. Only if I'll get four fat and ginger coins. Done. Oh, we will pay you in fat and ginger. Yep. You'll have fat and ginger coins coming out your ears, mate. That's You'll right. have that many of them. Just A4 sheets of paper with fat and yeah. ginger coin written on them. <laughs> <laughs> Just we, we like don't... a stick figure. Like. Uh, uh, yeah, that's right. Aren't they like not real? You don't actually have something in your hand. Hey. It's all on, on, uh, it's all on, on, on the computer. Yeah, I don't get it. So, um, Jake, I've just uh, – hang on one sec. I'm just going to type a few letters here. There you go. You're now the proud recipient of four fat and ginger coins. <laughs> we'll see you next week for work. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. That sounds good. Good on you, Jake. Yeah. Hey, thanks right. so much for calling in, big fellow. I know you're very, very busy. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It's been great. Anytime, Jake. And you had me on your podcast once, mate, which was a, a real thrill for me to be uh, associated with that. So uh, it's nice to be able to return the favour. Yeah, it was tons of fun. Fat and ginger party. Here we go. Here we go. We're going to start it up. Thanks, Jake. Take care, mate. Thanks. Bye. What a fantastic bloke. Great young kid, mate. Well, not young kid. He's probably about, no, he's 10 years younger than me. He's still a young kid. 32. No, I think he's younger than that, isn't he? I don't know. I don't don't know his age. Yeah. Well, we just had one we could have asked him. We could have asked him. Hey, I'll call him back. It'll take me 20 minutes. Our our future public relations guru. Well, he he had some good ideas, but I didn't like the one about the Collingwood jumper. I I love that one. You you did like it, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Let's play a song. Yep. Yeah, look, there's there's a better version of that, isn't there? There is a better version. Yeah. That's the one I happen to have in my record collection mm. and I managed to bring in. Uh, you know, that was the last one. Wish I had time for one more, mate. I, I, I can't leave you up. I'm going to bring you back down. No, that's it. Well, we're going to have to go out on a song so you can yeah, go okay. out. I'll, I'll bring song. you back down now, and look, have you pissed off when you're driving home. You can see some more people. <laughs> now, look, uh, things been raised here about the Fat and Ginger Party. Well, we've had a chat about it off air. Yeah. How hard is it to start up a political party? Now, I did look into this a couple of years back and um, just for a bit of fun. And I think you need a certain number of signatures on an application and there's probably some cash involved of some sort. So... I think it's 500 signatures, but I'd have to look into it. Surely we can do that. We've got 500 people listening to us, haven't we? Oh, what, in a year? <laughs> we, no, we could do it. And um, well, so, mum, mum listens now, apparently. Well, yeah, well, yeah. she's a keen She's not going to sign for me. To, well, that <laughs> might get me out of the house. I don't know if family members count, yeah. Mm. Um, but we'll look into it. We'll look into what well, we, we should. Do. Let's and have a look into it. So See what we can come up with. That's right. Luke Massey, number one. Oh, like, oh I think we should run together. Can you run together like... Um, you know when you well, we could both be on the same Senate ticket, but I, I'm, I'm not joking. I can't run in federal politics because I'm a yeah, dual okay. citizen. Well, you can be my running mate who doesn't run. That's it. No, I'll just be your chief of staff. You can be my I'll, nudie run. I warm up the crowd for you. Yeah, that'd say, be good. Now comes Luke Massey. I reckon we do it like and just do <laughs> stand up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, just do stand just up. Do stand up gigs, and people will love it because they're sick it. of all the bullshit they have to listen to. Yeah, and, absolutely right. Yeah, we'll think. I have to think up some policies. No, that's right. Oh, obviously, what? gingers. Uh, you can't persecute gingers anymore. Then short meetings. I yeah, like that short one. meetings. That's a real good one. Oh. Seven minute meetings, and no more than no more than ten PowerPoint slides. Oh, well, maybe if you're listening to the podcast, or, or heaven forbid, you're still up in Ballarat at ten o'clock on a Monday night, you could maybe send a few things in of what you want to see. That's right. What, what could be our policies that we're going to go with, that we're going to run with? That's right. What are the colours we're going to nail to the mast yeah. in the next federal election? That'd be interesting, I reckon. I reckon it would be. All right, let's have a look into it. All right. Now, look, I think it's come to that time of night. That time of night. Thank you, Luke. I don't think you can thank me, mate. I've been so – I'm so angry with myself because I was so prepped today. I I, I, I rang you and I said, mate, I'm back. 
You know, I know I've had a few weekends on the piss and I probably haven't been in great tip-top form when I've walked in here. I was so pumped when I walked in. You, you met me at the car. Yeah. We've walked in and you said, I don't think I've seen you this chirpy, mate. Like yeah, you, and no, I said, mate, I'm prepped. I'm not hungover. I'm ready to go. No, it was, mate, it's been a great night. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, and I'll muck it all up. I'll hey, muck yeah. it all up. I let myself down with the delivery. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> thank you. Thanks to uh, former Shield cricketer Lachlan Stevens. Thanks, Lockie. Uh, thanks to Jake Budge, Snail Man. Snail Man. I can't wait to see that comic. And uh, thank you to everyone who listened. Thanks yep. to everyone who listened to the podcast. Thank you. And thank you to Voice FM for having us again. We'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. The song to get. System shut down. <laughs>